Welcome to Create Your Own Economy podcast, the weekly podcast that equips you with the know-hows, the strategies, tools, and resources to create your own economy, grow your business, and live the life you desire. If you have not done so, hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome again to Create Your Own Economy with Bumi Ajibade. I have my friend, Jessica Bartnick, uh, here to really talk about how she has decided to live in her purpose, how she identified her purpose, and how she's living in her purpose by uh, developing a nonprofit as a business. So thank you, Jessica. Welcome again. And uh, for those of you, we had a session before how she's transitioned from corporate America to creating her business. So if you have not watched that episode, please take time to go watch that. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you, Bumi. Again, such an honor to be on your podcast as one of my mentors. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Jessica. So Jessica is the co-founder and CEO of Foundation for Choice. It's a nonprofit organization and choice means consider how one individual changes everything, your action. Just your action, not everybody's action. Only one person's action can change everything. And imagine if every one of us can do just one thing, this world would be a better place as, as God is using Jessica, Jessica to really bless other people. And uh, this nonprofit, this foundation for choice started in 2014 after over 10 years in corporate America. And Jessica is responsible for uh, Foundation for Choices planning, um, goal setting, uh, creating opportunities, uh, looking for underprivileged communities to really support. And so many organizations seeing what Jessica is doing um, have recognized her work. And um, she was recognized by TANO, T-A-N-O, Texas Association of Nonprofit Organizations, as one of their most influential CEOs in Texas. Oh my goodness. And she has also been a keynote speaker at the Texas Mentoring Summit. Uh, Jessica is on so many boards. Jessica is uh, with the help of an army of volunteers and, and, and uh, employees, they are changing people's lives. One person at a time. Uh, Jessica, I'm so proud of what uh, Choice is doing. And I know you have asked me to be a mentor for a long time. And I'm using this opportunity to commit to say, yes, I will be a mentor um, for Foundation for Choice. And you know, I'm very busy, but um, I love what you're doing and I want to be part of it. Oh my gosh, whichever student we match you with is going to be so 
privilege to have you as their mentor. They have no idea yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I, 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 you know, for what you do, because when we're able to change uh, one person's life from an underprivileged community or from a privileged home, because at times it's not only about money, it's about the opportunity, it's about the knowledge that something exists. And uh, uh, so I really, I love what you you are doing with your team. So I know this is who you are, right? Yeah. Corporate America is, is now who you are. Uh, that is not who you are. So what is your purpose? Yeah. What is your mission statement, your, your purpose statement that you stand by? Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, I, we had these scholastic magazines that we would read. And so I would, I would read these magazines and I would just always wanted to save the world. And so I started the Save the World Club as a kid where I would go around to the homes. I write on paper because I don't think we had a computer. Maybe we did, but I don't know. But I'd write on paper and I would just drop these papers off at all my neighbors' houses around the neighborhood saying, I'll be there on Thursday at 2 p.m. to pick up all your cans and bottles because you could bring them to recycling places back then and, and get money. So that's what I would do. So I would pass them out and I'd get the, all the neighbors ready. And I'd grab their cans and I'd grab their bottles and I'd take them to a recycling place and I would collect the money and I would donate it to a local charity or buy books to give to kids or something. So it's always been in my DNA to just give back. And so when I started this and some people, you know, you can call it a mission, you can call it um, a nonprofit or, you know, whatever it is, but that's what I do here is my goal is just to give back and try to change the world, make the world a better place. Because like, I mean, like you said, if one person, if every person could do one thing to make the world a better place, what a better world we'd live in than we do today. Cause it's, <laughs> it's questionable in moments. <laughs> you know, one thing, and I remember uh, when you were the president of the, Professional women's group. Yes. Do you remember? Yes, yeah. In Plano. Yeah. And you invited me to come and speak. Yes. yes. And I spoke on one thing. That's it. Just one thing. That was what I spoke on. One mm-hmm. thing. Because we always think that before the world can be a better place, there have to be 50 things that we need to start doing. And then it's like, you know what? I'm not cut out for all this. But if all of us can just do one thing, just one thing, this world will be a better place. And as a child, you knew this as a child, growing up as a child, growing up, you knew you wanted to make this world a better place. And and, and you started there. And here you are right now. Who knew? Who knew, right? We could only predict the future. <laughs> right? And, yeah. and you know, as you help people, as you help individuals, as you help them transition from high school to college, they're, they're, they're uh, helped, they're mentored in college to stay through uh, college. And you talked about you are at, is it 70% of your kids? What is the 
in college, is it 70 percent? Oh, in college, 95. 95% of your kids? 95% are in college. What an amazing thing. 95% of kids that you mentor are in college. That is amazing. And you see, there are some times people think about nonprofit, their thought about nonprofit is negative. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. What are some of the things that you have heard about nonprofit that is negative? So it's funny you say that when I post on social media, a picture of my family or something, you know, I get all these likes. When I post a picture or information about my nonprofit, it's like I might get a few. (laughs) So it's like, right. So it's like, oh, you think I'm going to ask you for money is why you're not liking that post. Um, So, you know, I would say that I would say um, people are afraid that I'm always going to come and ask for money. Uh, but I, I try to keep it separate, right? So I try to keep my asking for money when it's relevant, right? Yes, yes. And then when I am just spending time with friends and family, the question doesn't really ever come up unless they want to give me money. You know, that's, I'll take it. Uh, I'll never turn that down. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I would say that that would be it. And it's just, it's obvious in the actions of people also just, uh, oh, she's going to ask me for money. She's coming. Woo, she's coming. She'll be asking us for money. And then they want to dodge or they don't want to come when you invite them. They don't want to attend because right. they think, you know, you're going to ask for for money or, or stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and also, you know, I, I also think that uh, people always think that when they have a nonprofit, they will use all their family's income and they will be broke because they are trying to support a a cause. Mm -hmm. How true is that? So is it true? I mean, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure there's always an instance where that's the case, right? Because you can't say that for everything, but that that should not be the case. If if that's the case, don't have a nonprofit because that's not successful. Um, but no, I would say, you know, you can pay yourself. I think even, even when I started the nonprofit, my, a common misconception I had was, oh, you can't pay yourself. So you do all this work for free and you just can't pay yourself and you can't pay a staff and you're going to work really hard and you're going to spend all your family's money. Um, but that's just not the case. Um, when you raise money, you have to pay yourself because you are working hard. So you should pay yourself. Um, you should pay a staff because you can't do everything. You will burn out. Um, so it's okay to do that. And it's a common misconception that you can't, but you absolutely 100% not only can, but should. Mm. So you hear that um, having a nonprofit can be a business. Mm-hmm. Um and she is saying it. And again, look, and I know you know some nonprofits that whatever they get, uh, my 10% goes to the to the cause and all that. That is not what we are saying. We are talking about 
people that have the fear of God and they are living in their purpose. They are not doing it because of money. They are doing it because, I mean, Jessica had been doing this since she was a child and donating all the money. So she's not doing it because she just wants all the money, but she's doing it to support other people. And the people working, working in the organization, they need to be paid. And apart from those employees that you have, you have over 500 mentors who are volunteers, right? Yes, yes. Exactly. So it's not that she's paying all those. So a non-profit can be a business. You can turn your dream of having a non-profit, your dream of supporting a cause, you can turn it into a full-time job. Right, Jessica, am I correct? You are 100% correct. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, then the other misconception or the other thought is that starting a nonprofit is so difficult and people are like, I, I just I just can't. There's just too many, you know, just too difficult. What do you say to that? Uh, there are so many resources out there to help make sure that you do it accurately and easily, that it's not difficult at all. Um, the hardest part is probably uh, maybe creating articles of incorporation. But once you get that done, just submit the paperwork and you're good. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. And again, uh, this is one of the businesses that Jessica does uh, that she can coach you through how maybe to write that article, how to go through the steps and the process so you are not alone. You know, I always say it on this platform that we have free resources out there and then you can go and check three, four, five, ten free resources and then you're overwhelmed and it's like, where do I start? Or you can check some free resources and then you can uh, hire a services of somebody like Jessica who will then put those free resources and help you have a, a, a path into developing your, your nonprofit. So now the other thing is when somebody decides to have a nonprofit, okay, is it is this something that they like? Uh, is it through their passion? Is it uh, from their job? Is it uh, how? Because I know that article of incorporation is so important. Mm -hmm. So what goes into that for their preparation? Yeah, um, really, you know, it just depends on on the organization itself, right? But it's it's normally just a really short document that you just need to to file when you file your five hundred one c three paperwork. Because um, as a nonprofit, you want to make sure you're tax exempt, right? I mean, if you're doing something great already for the community or for a community or for a group of people, um, you should have a five hundred one c three. It really takes no time. And it used to take six to eight months to receive after you submit your paperwork to receive your 501c3 acknowledgement letter. Um, now it can take somewhere, sometimes it takes two weeks. Mm. Um, so it really doesn't take long to get it. And and you can have a nonprofit for anything. I had um I had a woman actually ask me a couple of days ago, maybe just yesterday, uh, how to start a nonprofit. 
And she said, I'm saving up money uh, to get an attorney. And I was like, you really don't have to do that. I mean, you can, obviously, but you really don't have to do that. I had this conversation just recently. Yeah, um, because that's what you do to support her along the way. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I was like, you don't have to. There's resources out there to where it's way less expensive. You don't have to really save up all that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she said, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. Uh, but, you know, she wants to start a nonprofit for something she's passionate about. And she should. Yes, I think I think every one of us, every human being needs to be able to look outside of themselves should be able to see what can I do? To, what can I do to make this world a better place? Uh, where will my skill be needed? And and for any reason, if for any reason you are unable to start a nonprofit because you don't have the time, um, you know, to devote hundred percent as you know, this is Jessica. This is what she does full-time, she has employees, and they work so hard. They're so professional. If this is not what you want to do, you can actually be, you can partner with an existing nonprofit that has the same purpose as you. So if you love to mentor, if you love to support uh, uh, high school students, uh, um, if that is who you are, uh, a mentor, you can be, you know, you can be a mentor with a uh, choice, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I love that idea. Foundation <laughs> for choice is always looking for mentors. And also, if you have a community that you think maybe they need help, reach out to to, to Jessica. If, if it's too far or if it's something that they cannot take on, it, it might be on their, you know, on, on what they want to do, or she might maybe send you to somebody else who can help you. This is what we do. We'll help each other. Now, let's go into now the nonprofit choice, choice itself. Tell us how people can be part of Foundation for Choice. Yes, there's so many different ways. Um, You can be a mentor, which is uh, you meet with a student once a week for about 27 weeks. And you might say, oh, I can't be a mentor. I don't know how to mentor a high school student and help them get into college. Uh, We have a curriculum already written. It has a copyright. All you have to do is show up. All you have to do is be present and just encourage this young person that they can succeed. And it's unparalleled success. And it not only impacts their life, but it changes your life forever too, because you know the impact you're making for generations to come. This isn't just a one-time thing. You're changing generations and hopefully creating generational wealth for someone who never had it ever. Um, so it's, it's truly an inspirational opportunity. The other one, if you don't have that type of time commitment, is called a business champion. And this is where we match every single one of our students with a local business similar to what they want to study in college. We've had everything from children's theaters to Atmos Energy. Um, and it, it's we're, what we're doing is showing these kids why they want a college degree and what it looks like out of their community. You know, a lot of these families, um, their parents are in food service or manual labor. Um, so how do we show them what, what's different? 
And so that's what this opportunity really gets to, to provide them. Um, we also work with corporations, a lot of different corporations. We've started a youth mentoring program for Toyota headquarters in Plano because um, they want to really get into the West Dallas community and uplift it and give these kids opportunities that they didn't have before. So we have so many different tentacles that we have reached to impact youth and to change and break the cycle of poverty. Thank you, Jessica. Different ways that you can be part of what is going on in Foundation for Choice. Would you give us some, um, out of all the kids that you have, I know they're all dear to you. They're all your children. You are proud of their successes. Can you give us an example, one that is really, really big that uh, you know, you can see the change, you can see the impact that you have had on that one child. Who will that child be? And what is the uh, the, the situation? Yep. Ooh, this one. Um, we had a student, and yes, every student has a story, right? And every impact is great. Um, this one's just special. We had um, one student who came to us. This was I'm going to say six or seven years ago now. And she came to us. She was a refugee. And on her way over to America, her father contracted malaria and died. And then her brother and died. And then another sibling and died. And when she was finally able to make it to America, it was just her and her mom. And she joined our program in high school, was matched with an amazing mentor. And she is just a special, special, special woman. And this student, English is her second language. This student received over $250,000 in college scholarships just through access from our program. She got a scholarship from Mary Kay for public speaking. She got a $15,000 scholarship from Mary Kay. English is her second language, and she got a public speaking scholarship. Um, and she went to the University of Texas in Austin. And she's now in medical school because she wants to work for Doctors Without Borders so she can go and give the medical service to families like hers that couldn't afford it so she can save lives. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. You did not only change that woman, that girl's life. You change the life of her mom. You change her own life and her generations to come. And then when she finishes medical school, the impact goes on. The life she will change. We are talking about thousands and thousands. Yep. Oh, I hope as you are listening to this example that Jessica has given, there are so many examples. And um, I'm also working on my nonprofit to make it um, official. And I have a girl in college. I started with her in high school. And um, the, the father dead, the mother had a little business, you know, those ones that sell along the side of the road uh, and four siblings. And this girl is so smart. She's 
number one in her class. Mm. And she wanted to be a nurse so that she could, you know, help other people because medical is is an issue if you if your if you if your body is sick you, even if you're a doctor you are a ceo you are the president there's little to nothing you can do mm-hmm. and um she couldn't get to nursing school uh uh because of the school she chose but a university gave her uh, she's reading pure and applied chemistry. She's so smart. She's so smart. And when I said, you know what, um, I will be thinking about it, that she sent me a letter. She said, I, please, ma, please help me. And I know, you know, I just brought this up. Uh, I'm sorry. Everybody, I, I really want to read this because uh, what nonprofit does is is amazing. It is amazing. And I just want to quickly read what she wrote. Because, you know, I, I, I just, uh, not that I didn't believe in her, but I'm just thinking of, can I really help? And I, I really wanted her to do nothing. I wanted to support somebody in nursing. So she said, I told the school principal that I'm not really interested. I'll look for another child for nursing. And she said, the principal, and I'm reading what, you know, the message she sent to me. The principal told me that you said you only have interest in nursing. Please, ma, um, I have paid my acceptance fee and I've already done some of the document verification. In any way you can help me, I don't want to lose this opportunity of advancing my education. My father is dead. I'm only left with my struggling mother with three siblings. I will be very grateful and forever indebted to Yuma. I cried. I said, if I can help this child, why won't I help her? If she's not in nursing, she can still be useful. And that's how we took this girl on. She's in her first year and she's doing amazing. So I know what it feels when you uh, make a difference in somebody's life. So you might not, your own nonprofit, your idea, your thought, your purpose might not be in helping kids in, in, in college, in high school. But yours might be in medical. Yours might be the neighborhood. Yours, whatever it is, we want to tell you that you can do it. You can make a difference in your community. You can make a difference on your street. You can make a difference in your family. Uh, and we encourage you to do that. So what encouragement will you give as you round up today, Jessica, for somebody who wants to start a nonprofit and uh, they feel that they don't have what it takes to go and register? What can you tell them? Or, or they want to register. What can you tell them? There's so much need out there for everything, whatever you're passionate about, whatever you're knowledgeable about, there's so much need. And 
there isn't enough support, right? So it's like the supply and demand scale, right? There's so much supply of need. You know, there's so much demand of need and there's just so much supply, so little. Um, So just do it, get out, do it. There are resources that are available to make it easy, to make it cost-effective and to allow your impact to go and change the world because why not? What do you have to lose? Why not? Why not? You don't have to have everything. You don't have to have everything. Jessica doesn't have everything. And I'm sure she, whatever she's paying herself is less than what she will get paid if she had worked in corporate America. Oh, yeah. I know that. I know that. So you don't have to have everything. You just have to have the heart. And my question is, what do you have the heart to do? what it is that you have in you and also to let you know that you can turn that dream. You can make it into a business. You can have a nonprofit as a business. It is done. It can be a side business for you. It can be a a full-time business for you, but you just need to decide to choose that you want to create your own economy so that you can impact lives. Just as Jessica said, the need is so big, but people really helping, there are very few. When you you listen to me when you decide to make yourself available. You will see that that army will become larger and larger. And there's nothing like, why do they go to school? Why are they in that situation? We do not condemn anybody for being in the situation where they are. We just want to be there to make their lives easier. What is that thing that you want to give to somebody else. So we are challenging you today. If you if you really want to uh, start a nonprofit and you have gone through all everything on YouTube, on Google, or, or Facebook, or all that, and you get confused more and more, that is where we have Jessica uh, that can really walk you through the steps. She will not do it for you, but she will make the steps easier for you to do for a little charge. Uh, for her time, which I know she will still put it in the nonprofit. <laughs> oh yes, it'll one hundred percent. Right. Uh, so that would be another opportunity for you to support Foundation for Choice. So you know we'll have Jessica's information so that you can reach out to her and she can really uh, help you to move. How you can move uh, along. Uh, I'm actually meeting with her in two weeks, uh, where she's going to help me on how I will, you know, how I will set up my foundation and all that. I'm I'm having Jessica help me. So <laughs> let her help you too. Um, so today, if you are thinking of creating a business, you don't know how to start, you don't know where to start, reach out to me. Let me hear what your thought is, what you have in mind. You can go to my website, uh, go to clarogr.com and send send me a message. You can book uh, a free discovery call with me so that I will hear where, where you are and then 
um, maybe give you an advice uh, or, or, or what your next steps uh, should be. And if you don't know whether you are ready to start a business, you don't know what business you want to start, go to my website, clarogr.com slash checklist, and you can take our 10-point uh, uh, simple checklist, yes or no, to see where you are. We're here to support you. Jessica is here to support you. If your journey is towards uh, uh, developing a nonprofit, I'm also here to help you to develop your business. Thank you so much for your time and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Bumi. I hope you enjoyed this episode. The best gift you can give me is by sharing this podcast with your friends, your family, and reviewing it, which will help this podcast to grow organically. If you want to create your own economy and live the life that you deserve, join my next workshop or schedule time with me. My purpose may as well be to help you on your journey. Visit clarogr.com forward slash workshop. See you again next week.